Good morning. Kufi uh, Chesam and Beis, right towards the bottom there. Omar Rav Sheshes, four lines up. Omar Rav Sheshes, Teisiri, Dekayimit Mitzras Tevilin. Again, Rav Sheshes says, I should get Sechar, I was Makai, I'm Makai in the Mitzvah Tevilin. What's the grace of Zachin there? Makai in the Mitzvah Tevilin, therefore. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says... Well, he obviously wore it all day, not like us, uh, just... Okay, there's plenty of people who wear it all day as well. Right, so there's plenty of people who wear it all day. Still do, there's plenty of people who wear it all day. So if you take a look at, at uh, Rashi, the Kiyanti Mitzvah's Tefillin, Shalohot Achar Ba'amis Bile Tefillin. He didn't go Dabba Dabba without Tefillin. And so too we'll have this in a second. And that's something else. Not even walked out of Damas without Tefillin. Wouldn't walk out of Damas without Tefillin. But um, the Benishchai says that it could be that partly what he was saying is like this. That you have to realize, well, one or two things. Either Rav Sheshes was saying, you know, Rav Sheshes became blind. So the question is, so people may have thought, you know why he became blind? So since he didn't put on tefillin, therefore, the Enayim, he became blind. So that's why he says, no, no, okay, he was misrash tefillin. I was Makani misrash tefillin. That's one shot. But more than that, he says, it could well be that what Rav Sheshis was saying is the following. I don't know if you do this, but there's an Indian to look at the shins on your tefillin before you put them on. They say it's, uh, it draws the, I don't know, I think it helps not to have Hesachadas, it draws the Kedusha of the Tefillin, not as state in Sforim, to look at the two shins. Rav Sheshes couldn't see the two shins, because he was blind. He says, nonetheless, Kayemis Mitzvah Tefillin, I don't have to close his eyes, but he pictured in his, he pictured in his mind those two shins. Says the Ben there's a remiss to it even in his name. Sheishes is two shins. Tov, tefillin. Shlikul around us there. That's what it means. Kayemit mitzvah tefillin. Once again, it goes back to what, he, what, what we said from the Ben yesterday. Kayemit doesn't mean I, I just did the mitzvah tefillin. I put on tefillin. I created a kiyam for the mitzvah tefillin. How? Through the machshava. Again, through the machshava, creating this tier of the two shins. That created a kiyam for the mitzvah of tefillin. Next one. We've held that it meant through the lifetime that he kept this uh, mitzvah. So if he was, he was uh, uh, so his potter from mitzvah to say, so he could, he could, he wouldn't have the scar of keeping the mitzvah as uh, as a Number one, we don't know whether Rav Sheshes held like that or not. And number two, that's not... Therefore what? Ah, oh, yes, he might not have held that his potter. Correct. But I guarantee even if he did hold his potter, it doesn't mean he didn't want to put on his fiddle. But up to now, we're saying Kayemis means he really fulfilled the mitzvah. He did. But he gets schar or something else or something else, that's irrelevant. Kayemis, I was, I was mechanic, it's in, it, it, with all its, uh, with all its details. 
There's also, there's also again, some say Chayim Sasfin can mean that he didn't have Eschadas. It's also it's quite challenging, right, to not have Eschadas any time. Could also mean that Kayim Mitzvah to fill in is um, also the Benish Chai suggests that it could be even in those days they wore two pairs of tefillin. Yeah, like you know, like some Sfarim do, they wear two pairs at once. Because Al Pikabala, Al Pikabala, they say both Rashi and the Rabbi Natan are both Edomedi de Renekim Chayim. And Rabbi uh, Akafedot's got a whole, whole uh, many, many years ago, he brought out, I think, the Hafsa Torah of the Yishnah, he was encouraging people to do it. He says that could also be Peshat and Kayim Ismail, so to fill it. Anyway, next one. Lomar Rav Nachman, Teisiri, Tekayimit, Mitzvah Tzitzis. Right? I was Makan the Mitzvah of Tzitzis. So again, according to Rashi, I didn't walk down the darkness. Yeah? I must tell you, I had, I had, I had a Talmud once who asked me, it's very, very nishazik for me, he said, uh, how did he put it? He wanted to know, you see, it, it sort of made me think in, a, think in a different way, I can't remember how he put it, but it made me realise that if one doesn't wear sitsis at night, is there any other to wear sitsis anyway, uh, you know, at night, but I'll pay a lot of persons that is not mechuyah. The only thing is, if a person doesn't wear tzitzis at night, so he waits till he gets up in the morning. So when Meshayakir is, you know, Alayis HaShachar is whatever time, very, very early in the morning, you're losing that whole zman of Kiyom or the Mitzvah of Tzitzis. So it made me realise to wear sitzis at night, there's, a, there's another big advantage in it. And that is that you chop a ride an extra two, three hours of the kiyomis. I'm not suggesting a person has to do that, but maybe you realise that. It could also be part of kiyomis. It means to the, to maximising, you know, you're assuming, yeah, everyone does it, right? We wear sitzis all day. We don't walk down others without it. Yeah, but do we actually wear it to the full? He probably wore it 24 hours as well, because I'm sure RP, he kept everything RPRE. Everything that I, obviously RE's I came later, is in the to wear all night. So these could also be part of the Kayyemis Mitzvah Sitzis. But again, what the Ibn Shchai says is again, RPRE's Rizal says that a person should look at, when you look at your Isimus, when you look at your Sitzis, you should imagine it as being Tukhelis, one of them being Tukhelis. Also, within your mind, even though we don't have Tukhelis, but a person should, Uriisimus, it means you should see the Tukhelis as if it's there. Says Rav Shesha, even though he was blind, well, it doesn't make much difference because we don't have the blue anyway, but he says, I couldn't even see the white, never mind the, never mind Tchedes, he still had that in mind. So Rav Yesif said to Rav Yesif, the son of Rabbo, tell me, your father, with what mitzvah, what was he particularly careful? So Amalisi said to him, Besitzis, you want to know? He was particularly careful about the Mitzvah of Sitzis. Yom Achad, one day, have a Kasalik Bedargo, he was going down the ladder, and Ifsikle Chuta, and one of the, the strings of the, of the Sitzis snapped. Bedonochis, he didn't continue going down. Bedonochis also, he didn't continue coming down. Kamo de as long as 
he had come to Romye as long as he hadn't uh, put on, you know, basically as long as he hadn't fixed it. That was Ad Kadekach. He was careful about that mitzvah. So Rashi says, Ad Deromye means Shetikno, until he was misakin it. That's the lotion of putting on tzitzis, Kedarmino Ba'amos, we say elsewhere, Lo Romye Chuti, he didn't put on Chutim, he didn't put on the Chutim of the tzitzis. Fine? Vomar Abayi. Then we have Abayi said, Taisiri, why? What's he done? Because when I see a young rabbi, the Shalim Mesefte, that he has finished his Mesefte, and Rashi says, the Shalim Mesefte means Shigarsa, that he learns it. Um, I make a Yom for the Rabbana. Rashi says, for the Tamidim. Rosh Yeshiva Haya, he was the Rosh Yeshiva. Right? So Rosh is what we call a seal. I make a seal. Ben Eshchai suggests, he says, what's this, I did not Yemot Havad or Rabbonon. He says, it could be, it could be that in those days they didn't have, like we have, things written up, it was that Baal Peh. So once a person He'd mastered his his mesechta. Each one took a mesechta and became experts in that mesechta. So once a person had mastered his mesechta, I made a big suuda for the for the for everyone. And during that suuda, he would then teach it to everyone. That's what it means. Avidna means for the for the for everyone else. But what I thought is particularly interesting is he points out, he says, what's this Yomot Tavo? Say, I've been not Suda, what's a Yomot Tavo? A Yom Tov? Why is it a Yomtev? It's not a Yomtev. A Yomtev is a din in the day. He says, because I'm saying it has, it has potential halakhic ramifications. That's no tough. Oh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> says Vidu, says Vidu. But, uh, yeah. It says they, they, they would make this order at Mincha uh, Gedailah. Says, says that was the Minag in Baghdad. They, they wouldn't say, they didn't say Vidu. Mincha Yeah, I think it's Mincha Tarn. For us, effectively, means that they wouldn't say Tarn. Uh, be interesting to see whether everyone agrees with that. I think there, there's, there's discussion about this if you're at, at, at a CM, if you're down in Milcha to see him, you possibly don't say Tachem. Right? It's Yom Tov. This is in the car for it. Yeah?
Yeah, is that okay? The, the, uh, uh, the other thing is, do you notice, I think they do pick up on this, but I can't remember what they say. Why does it change? The chichazino tzuvah meirabonon. To shonen mesefte, avidna yematav leirabonon. Changes from tzuvah meirabonon to rabonon. Think of any reason why it would change? It's no chiddush if it's a rabbanon to be shown in the sefta. It's a tzorba, merabonon, it's joining the ranks of the rabbonon. So you have guest speakers rabbonon at present, or it's done in their presence. And usually invites the Rosh Hashanah or rabbonon to this kind of event. Okay, could be. Could be. Okay, just see, see, you can think about that. Okay. Omar Rovo. Everyone, cook your test madalaf now. Omar Rovo. Tasty. Why, what did he do? Did he also tsuva me rabbon on the kamoi? Because when a tsuva me rabbon was coming in front of me, Lidino for a, for a din, a court case. Le mozikno reishi, I would not rest my head, abe sadio, on the cushion, as I wouldn't let myself sleep, kamodere mahafichno bizchuse, as long as I hadn't turned this way and that way to try and find his merits. In other words, can't be, it can't be, a tzovimir avon would be guilty, I would look to find his merits. Yeah, and Omama Baravashi, he took it even further. He said, "Posil no needed suvamir I'm possible to judge the case of the suvamir My time, and what's the reason? The choviv alai kugufoi, because he's beloved to me like myself. When a person doesn't see his own chovis. Therefore, I can't judge. I wouldn't be able to judge him. If you look at Rashi, Rashi says, Taisidi, Yeshulam Sechori. You got that top line in Rashi? That's strange. You can't say that he's... Um, it seems very strange. Why? You're saying... It's more Mustafa. The second, what well, the second uh, point was that you possibly uh, no bail. You're not, you're not uh, 
going to judge it evenly between the, the, the sort of and the ordinary person. So it, it's like he's uh, it's, it's, uh, got an idea in uh, finding it as a horses. It's, uh, it's just like for the rich and the poor, you're not allowed to, to be biased. It's a bias. He's not. I'm going to find for him as a chus. That's not what he says. That's not what he says. That's not what he says. Because it all depends if it's a, a financial issue or not, a non-financial matter. Could be, I suppose, a, a dispute rather than a... Could be a financial matter. <laughs> okay, it could be a financial matter. He's not, he's not going to create something which doesn't exist. Yeah, but he's the, he's the judge. He's not like a towing. We're not talking about correct. The towing of correct. one side of the correct other side. We're correct. About the judge. Correct. So if you can find a schus for one side, you better find schus for the other side. You can't no, you don't. Just find a no, you don't. For one side. No, you don't. You judge according to what you what you think is the MS. A judge, more often than not, has a premonition ready right, right from the start. I think Ramesh Fashtan used to say this. You can normally tell straight away who's guilty, who's innocent and who's guilty. Before, before you've even found why, you can you already get a premonition who's, who's lying. So he's yeah, yes. he couldn't, he couldn't yeah, believe for a moment. That's a bias, that could be a bias. Exactly. Huh? Exactly. If it is because of, you, you look at the person without, without hearing the evidence. Yes. No, no. The minute they start, it's not. You can tell. You can tell. He said he 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 wants uh, he wants as he was walking out of a of a of a you know of a case. I think he just went out for for a few minutes. He walked past somebody and he said somebody says he said to somebody as he walked out he says the person thinks he's fooling me. And the person was having him you know tr- trying to. He says I know he's lying. It's a premonition. You can tell. You can tell who's lying and you know who's who's floundering and and so. Yeah. so he says, he says, I can't for, for a moment. Somebody who's a genuine, a genuine, a genuine silver mirabolon, he wouldn't be guilty. It's just a matter of finding the the, the reason behind it. I have a premonition. He's not. He's not guilty. The next one says even more than that. He says, I wouldn't even be able to judge a case because then I will create things which don't exist. Not only that, it's more than that. The first one's not not claiming he's not not the Gabi the Khivi, it's talking about the Gabi the Zakhus. I would find the Zakhus. The next one's saying, but the problem is you won't see the Khiva. Right? So we take, take a look at Rashi. The Khiyasi Silva Mirabon of the Khuru. Because the, 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 the love of Tamid Chachomim is, is on me. I, I love them so much. I don't place my head on the, on the cushion. Until I can see if there's in his words Zuchus. Not as if there isn't, there isn't. He says, I would, I would push myself. I'll give you. Give me an example. There was true true story happened in in Eretz. Well, I don't know how long ago, but uh, I think Rabbi Chaim Walter tells tells this story. 
there was there was a a father or mother um, whichever one it was the kids are, there were two brothers and one of the two brothers when whoever it was the father and the mother was um, was was very elderly, so one of them took them in and looked after them, etc. The other one came from time to time. Fine, they were very close and everything. And then that that whichever parent it was 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 uh, was nifter. So after after the shiva, etc., etc. Et so then it got down to dealing with the with the uh, with the Yerusha. And I think he was the older brother. Possibly he was the older brother. So he assumed he would have to. You know, he got involved with dealing with it. Spoke to his lawyer. And one day he gets a call from his lawyer. He says, "You need to come quickly. There's, you know, there's, there's, there's a problem." So he rushes over and he says, he shows him a letter. He says, "You know, maybe you want to sit down." The other brother had written a had written a uh, thing because when they when it comes to dividing the Russia, they have to put it in the papers, etc., to make sure there's no uh, no other yeah leaves against or whatever you call those things, right? So. I think it's also there's no other claims on the property. And he says, look, somebody's made a claim on the property. And he reads the letter and he can't believe it. It's his brother. His brother claimed, right? The, the second brother claimed that this, this, this uh, brother, he wasn't really his brother. He says he didn't know about it, but he, he says that he's, he's adopted. He says he can't believe it. So the kids of the lawyer said he's, he's going to leave no, no stone unturned, unturned and he went back to the birthplace and he checked for records. The records didn't exist. So he went to court and he said the whole thing sounded very, very fishy. So suddenly all the birth records, everything disappeared. So he argued in court. He said the lack of evidence is not, not evidence. Right? The kids of the judge accepted that. That was it. Fine. Because, because there was no will. That was the point. There was, there was no actual will. Right? In the... Two weeks later, suddenly, the second brother says he discovered he'd found a will. And in this will, all the property had been written over to, to him. So, the, so the, the first brother, he fell apart at this stage. He just, he just lost all his will to, to fight it. Because, he could see there was the, the, because the lawyer looked at him, he says, it, he says, it sounds very fishy, he doesn't believe it. But he says he's looked it through time and time, he can't find anything wrong with it. And as it got closer and closer to the day, the, the, the first brother was just falling apart. He was literally just falling apart. He didn't even want to go to the court case. But the, the, the night before, the lawyer spoke to me. He said, he said Look, please come. I, I, you know, I, I need you to come. Fine. So he came along. The kids, so after the other side had made their case, the, 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 uh, the second brother, so finally this lawyer gets up and he said, he said about the, the second brother, he said, he, so he said to everyone, he says, I think everyone should stand. Just said, excuse me? He said, yeah, we have amongst us a novi. A novi? What are you talking about? He says, well, either, the, either this brother is a liar or he's a novi. He says, why? So he said, let me tell you, he says, I was convinced right from the start, call it, it's more than premonition, it's, I knew the thing, I just couldn't find it. He says, I read it again and again and again, I couldn't find it. The witnesses, they exist, they're genuine. I tried to catch them, I couldn't catch the witnesses or anything. He says, then just last night, something caught my eye. He says, he says the street of one of the witnesses, Rukhov, whichever it is, he says, that street, I can't remember the name of it. He says, that name meant something to me. And he says, because it was a famous court case, in in uh, in two thousand and uh, two thousand and four, 
involving this person, and the street was named after this person in 2004. He says, and that's when it suddenly took it out. I checked out the case. He says, that's when it dawned on me. It had been signed. The will is supposed to have been signed in 2002. So the person was still alive, and the street was already named after him. Right? So he says, either he's a lobby or he's a liar. The judge threw out the case. Right? That's obviously extreme. You can tell sometimes. It's just a matter, and you're looking and looking and looking until you find the fault in it. You've sometimes got a... He says, I cannot, by him... They were genuine. He'd got, he'd got, he got witnesses to people to, to write it. It's a fortunate uh, thing. But the date was 2002. And the name of the streets wasn't until 2004. Right? But the point is, by him, he says, if it's a genuine one, he says, I can't believe what he's accused of can't be. So I would look and look and look until I found something genuine. Right? Right? There's, there's a limit how much he can do. He says, but I would go the extra mile. If I can't find it, I can't find it. But the next one says, the problem is I wouldn't even be able to see his guilt. The first one says, I can see the guilt, I'll look for the zakhaz. The second one says, I couldn't even see it. Yeah, people are blind with, with, with regards to themselves.